0: It's another episode of D List of the podcast. I'm Michael K,
1: and I'm Allison.
0: It's Thanksgiving week here mm-hmm. in the U.S., so some of us have a salmonella special to whip up. So let's get right to it, and we'll there'll be more on that salmon salmonella special later. But mm-hmm. first, we're gonna um, speaking of things that give you the shits, Make Bill Mark. Yeah. So Nerd God, as we know, Nerd God and comic legend, comic book legend, Stan Lee died last week at the age of 95. So because Bill Maher, I guess, is trying to meet his smug quota before the year ends, he used Stanley's death to trash nerds or grown-ups who like comic books. How so very th- army hammer of him. Very. So he wrote a post on his blog titled Adulting, which ugh. I know. That, <laughs> that says word. it all. So he started out by writing, the guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning. Deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. So that's the tip of the douche douche Sunday. Yeah, The tip of the douche iceberg. So Bill <laughs> says that when he was a kid, only kids were into comic books. Oh, good for yeah. you!
1: Christian <laughs> Bale. <laughs> but nowadays...
0: Is. But nowadays, adults aren't letting go of kid shit like comic books and adults act like comic books are fine literature. Even smart people like professors are writing theses on comic books. He ends by writing. And now when adults are forced to do grown up things like buy auto insurance, they call it adulting and act like it's some giant struggle. I'm not saying we've necessarily gotten stupider. The average Joe is smarter in a lot of ways than he was, say, in the 1940s, when a big night out was a Three Stooges short and a Carmen Miranda musical. The problem is we're using our smarts on stupid stuff. I don't think it's—this is the kicker—I don't think it's a huge stretch, stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. Oh my gosh, I hope his shoulder is okay from reaching that far. So the nerds are pissed, of course. Stanley's company called Bill's letter disgusting for saying comic books are responsible for Trump, and that Stanley taught us about tolerance and respect, and that his work was influenced by important issues.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, like, the thing about Bill Maher getting his underwear all riding up his ass about you know people teaching university classes and stuff about comic books it comic books and like that kind of comic book movies and stuff it's a trend right now so of course somebody would teach a class in it like i'm sure in the, oh, the 80s, nerds are going to come for you for saying trend i know I'm, i'll be comic books are
0: classics allison
1: i know i love all of you please don't threaten to kill me all like, zero it, of
0: you yeah <laughs> we're listening to this
1: yeah They're like, I can't be bothered to write. I can't be bothered to write to her. No, but like it's a to me, it's a trend in the way that like I'm sure in the 80s, there's probably some university professor that wrote a class on diet
0: tab and jazzercise. Well, then let me take a time machine to the 80s because I need to take that. I know that's that's what I wish I had gotten my university degree in. But it's not a stretch to say that Trump looks like, you know, let's say like a rejected Dick Tracy villain because he does. But it is a stretch to say comic books caused Trump. And it's also a stretch to say that, like, Bill Maher is totally not saying sensational shit for attention. Like, that's what all he's doing.
1: Well, yeah. And also, too, I find that personally, I'm going to. And, like,
0: you said, like, he saw Army Hammer getting his ass handed to him and getting attention. So he's like, hold my joint.
1: Yeah. He's like, let
0: me outdo Army.
1: Yeah. He's like, I haven't gotten some attention in a while, not since I said the n-word on my tv show so i think this is a good way for me to get some attention right now but speaking of him getting attention i find that crusty old loudmouths like bill like the type of person that bill is they love to shit on people who are into comic books as if they're not watching eight hours of the history channel a day or have like a
0: favorite talk radio station that they're obsessed with well not only that so bill maher was like always at Playboy parties. Right. So like it is rich for him to be making fun of nerds for feeling sad about losing someone they admire. When you know that every time he jacks off on some, you know, ex Playboy playmate who is not getting enough money to do him, he cries tears thinking about the loss of his god, Hugh Hefner. So oh, it's yeah. rich.
1: He dabs his he dabs his tears with like a satin house coat.
0: Yeah, like, like, like a red leather you. smoking jacket. Yeah. But the good so aren't like nerds are always fighting like right there's like a lot of in in fighting in comic book fandom
1: i would i would say so i would say as a i'm not a nerd i would consider myself more of
0: a dork yeah i always see them fighting on twitter so yeah, bill maher fight. is bringing them together and getting them to agree that he's a smug piece of shit so at least there's that uh, he united them it's just like that coke commercial wanted in the 1960s uh, or like kendall jenner in that pepsi
1: It came true.
0: It came true.
1: That's beautiful. (laughs) Um, so I think that probably I'm I'm trying to think of a good segue. I have none. Basically, just people fighting.
0: Well, and you know it's slow when we're talking about Channing Tatum, the Bang 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 girl, and Jenna. And Jenna Dewan.
1: Also, we need to stress the Bang 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 girl who is not
0: Ariana Grande or Nicki Minaj, and not the Bang 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 girl who is, um, the fireworks local fireworks commercial so like a few fourth.
1: i don't know what you're talking about but
0: i'm excited Uh, i'll play clips of it on this podcast but like a few fourth of july's ago probably a lot like five or five more than five years ago like a fourth of july a Hut let someone sent it to me with like the bang 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 girl and it was um, and it was like a local fireworks place commercial. So I'm going to look for it and I'll put it on here. It's like bang, bang. She's like, I'm the bang, bang, bang girl. Come see the bang, bang lady on the hottest deals around. Buy one, get three free. I,
1: I see boom, boom for the biggest display
0: of 500 grand. Many new items. Now that's hot. Come see bang, bang. And boom, boom. at fireworks outlet. Man, nah, that's hot. Back to the lesser
1: yeah. bang, bang, bang girl. Exactly. So Channing Tatum is currently dating British singer Jessie J. I thought I would say British singer because I'm sure there's a lot of people that were like, Jessie who? Um, and they've been dating for about a month or two now. Like they, It was kind of in a, around October, it kind of came out that Channing Tatum had moved on from his nine-year marriage to Jenna Dewan, formerly Jenna Dewan Tatum. Um, after they'd split up in April, so nine-year marriage. April it ends, and then six months later, Channing Tatum is
0: rumored to be dating Jesse J. And she's got a Jenna Dewan's got a new man too. She's got that Broadway guy, Steve yeah. Casey, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so
0: they, got, they all got do, doing other people.
1: Yeah, so they're they've moved on. But when the news came out that Channing and Jesse J were dating. I know I wasn't the only one who thought that Jesse looked kind of like a Family Dollar version of Jenna Dewan. I think they look very similar, but and yeah, so, I don't. Yeah. I have I like I have the eyesight of like a Styrofoam peanut, so <laughs> that's I'm I, obviously wrong. I would say even if your even if your eyesight was perfect, there are, there are some people that are like they don't look the same, but to me to me they look the same, and so a lot of people thought they did. So recently there was an article on the internet that compared. Uh, Jesse J's face to Jenna Dewan's face and it asked readers to decide who was prettier, which is I mean, that's like grade eight um girls gym class level of rude. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, it's on the internet. So um Jesse responded to that Instagram sorry, Jesse responded to um that article, that article right on Instagram with a note about how she she never mentioned Channing by name, she never mentioned Jenna by name, but she just let everyone know that she's not interested in having herself compared to anyone, okay? So she writes... There's a story that I've seen rewritten rewritten over and over again in the past few weeks that talks about myself compared directly to another beautiful woman regarding our looks and people picking who they think is prettier. I'm here to talk about the headline and the way the story has been written. I've continuously tried to find something positive from this article. I am yet to. Who feels good from this story? Who does this story inspire? Is picking who is prettier and then continuing to say why a good activity for... Yeah, sorry. who's, Who's picking... She, sorry, I'm all
0: confused. No, she's <laughs> using, she writes yeah. it. <laughs> Just, she's, she's using too many complicated words. Like, she is basically. She's saying, and the
1: <laughs> yeah, she, it's true. Basically, she's saying I I don't know who's participating in this article and it's stupid and whatever. So Jenna Dewan responded to Jesse by tweeting that there's no need for negativity, so positive vibes only. That she's got nothing respect for nothing but respect for Jesse, and then she added that women should support women. Jenna Dewan herself obviously has moved on, so she doesn't she doesn't care who Channing's dating, and she's obviously very like happy for him. And I think that she's probably very sincere in saying that you know it's stupid as well that people are comparing them together. Well, um, I'm a
0: bitch because when Jesse wrote that, my first thought was like, I guess everyone voted that Jenna Dewan is prettier.
1: Yeah, I that my th- my immediate thought
0: was who's leading in that poll. We know, we know yeah. who based on Jesse's response. Yeah. But but, yeah.
1: but it doesn't matter because positive vibes only, and you know, comparing the two of them should not be something that you know people on the internet are doing.
0: But like so, so some people do date people that look like their exes. Oh right? yeah, people have, have you done that.
1: Um, I would say like for your
0: exes, are they some of your exes similar looking?
1: I would say that I have, I might have a type. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, see, I don't like my type is a guy whose dick works and isn't repulsed by me. That's about it. So he, they could be tall, short, whatever. So yeah, I don't have a type. But yeah, like you, Channing has a type.
1: Yeah. For you, it's whoever opens the door. But for Channing, it's obviously somebody with black uh, hair, shoulder length, very blunt cut, With kind of yeah. a severe
0: eyebrow muscles, situation. Muscles. <laughs> muscles. They're both like, because Jenna Dewan's like a dancer. So right. She's muscly. And then Jesse J is pretty muscly. So that's what yeah, he likes to bump six packs with a girl.
1: They could both probably crack walnuts with their butts. But I kind of have to agree with Jesse J in the fact that there's no competition here. Because everyone's a
0: winner who gets to have sex with Channing Tatum, in my opinion. Well, and you know, speaking of Channing like yeah. lots of people, I think BuzzFeed made a, might have done the article, compare him to a potato. They say he looks like a potato and there's been side by side. So I really want to see him post on, on Instagram saying that he's disgusted with being compared to another beautiful potato regarding their looks.
1: And then Mr. Potato Head comes out and is like, that's right. I love you, man. Positive vibes only.
0: This is the part where we go over five stories quickly-ish, starting with the queen, Dolly Parton. So People Magazine finally gave us a cover story worthy of reading by um, covering the private life of Dolly. So Dolly talks about her husband of 52 years, Carl Dean, and says that on their first date, He took her to McDonald's and ordered their food at the drive-thru. Now, this was like Tennessee in the 60s. So McDonald's was probably like a fine gourmet establishment, like Olive Garden back then. So I don't see the problem.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. Although this might explain why she was so worried about Jolene taking her man. Because Jolene must have worked in that drive-thru. And I don't blame her. Because honestly, if you're willing to stink up a car with Big Mac farts, you know it's true love. Like, McDonald's yeah. is real love to me.
0: And I've always said that I don't care where you take me as long as you take me, if I ain't being too subtle. But, you know, as a gay who likes butt sex, yes, I'm talking about butt sex again. <laughs> I'd only be able to order a cup of water at McDonald's because if I ate a Big Mac, I might make a mixcat all over that dick. And I don't want to do that. Not on the first day anyways. And why are we always... Why am I always talking about caca? That's what I want to know. I need to stop. Okay, so E... News says that over the weekend, Mandy Moore married her boyfriend of about two years, Taylor Goldsmith, of the band Dawes, in front of 50 people in her backyard. The wedding was very boho, of course. Um, Her This Is Us co-stars were there, and they had 12 cakes for people to try.
1: That's incredible it's like never I don't normally wish that I was famous because who would care about me but this is one of those times where I wish I was famous and friends with Mandy Moore because a wedding that has 12 wedding cakes is oh that's like right up my alley
0: well if you were famous you that mean you would probably be rich so you could buy 12 wedding cakes and then you wouldn't have to go to the wedding
1: I know but it's different when the cakes are given to you it makes them more special
0: well you can pay someone to give them to you yeah. it can be role playing. Cake role playing. Oh, and that's, that's my role play. And like you, the the twelve cakes sold me. But I wish Mandy had a candy station as a <sighs> tribute to her greatest contribution to society, the song Candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she so, should have. She should have held the wedding in a gas station parking lot as well just like in the video for candy her next one no this one's gonna last forever so they're vow renewals she can do that or vow renewals so tamar braxton aka tony braxton's sister is in snoop dogg's play redemption of a dog yes he has a play and it's touring right now at a performance in dc the 15 minute intermission turned into an hour-long one and when the show started up again. Tamar's understudy, not um, Roxy Andrews, surprisingly, was playing her role. The Daily Mail says that Tamar refused to go on stage because she didn't get her food. Her friend had her food, and security wouldn't let them backstage, and Tamar lost it. Allison, let's make a pact right now not to use the word hangry when talking about this. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Okay, so Tamar was obviously
1: very hang- Hangry? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, this is still 100% less awkward than get, coming back from like intermission and having the cats from Cats wander up the stage. Like, I would rather spend an hour at intermission wondering what the hell was happening
0: than yeah, knowing one of the cats is going to start gyrating its ass in front of me. Yeah, that's more entertaining. And like, so Mika, Mika wrote about this yes. on the site, and I'm going to quote her because it was spot on. She wrote, I can't imagine how disappointed they must have been to have Tamara replaced with an actual actress. <laughs> so that's true. And really get Tamara Snickers. All she needed was a Snickers. Yeah. So Paris Hilton and her boyfriend of two years Chris Zilka, he was in The Leftovers, they broke up. True love is dead. Rest in peace. So they got engaged 10 months ago, and he gave her a $2 million diamond ring, and he gave himself a giant tattoo on his arm of her name in Disney font. A source tells TMZ that Paris just doesn't think Chris is the one. This is her third broken engagement at the age of, she's like, how old is she now?
1: 37. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Paris should lean into this. Like the fact that she's had three engagements. So instead of pulling an Elizabeth Taylor and getting married a bunch of times, she, just en- she should just get engaged to a bunch of random guys like a house painter, a club owner from Ibiza, Paris Latsis again. And then just like
0: Nachos. Was she- yeah, she was with Nachos. She was with
1: Nachos. She didn't get engaged to Nachos though.
0: Yeah, well, that's why she should get engaged to him, like you said. Yeah. But, you know, I was going to say that Chris is a failed gold digger, but Paris is so fucking dumb that she probably gave him back the $2 million ring she paid for herself.
1: And that thing is like the size of a maxi pad.
0: So, finally, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are getting married, as we know, and she (laughs) partnered with Amazon to share some of her favorite gifts to register for. The list totals around $14,000. She has stuff... Like a two thousand dollar cookware set, a twenty seven hundred dollar TV, a record player, a doggy raincoat, and a silk mask that says "wifey." Priyanka says that Amazon donated a hundred hundred thousand dollars to UNICEF for the partnership.
1: Um, it's very obvious. I lo- I love this story because it's very
0: obvious that this was just an ad. For Amazon like because no it's going to charity Allison have a heart but yeah you're right Star <laughs> like, Jones is very proud yes because you know she's getting some all that free shit
1: well and also as if Priyanka and Nick Jonas are going to register on Amazon first of all like they're they're super rich they're not going to register on Amazon they're going to register at some place that sells like you know $1,600 coffee cups I'm and- sure that's on Amazon Amazon has everything I mean it's true. well look, I've never ventured into the expensive part of Amazon, okay? I don't have money like that. Yeah, you
0: can't they they the your browser like looks at you with a snobby yeah. look when but you I venture love, in there.
1: Yeah. I love though on the registry, one of the things they register for is rollerblades, which tells me
0: that they also should have registered for a time machine to take them back to nineteen ninety three. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And she and also there's a she the record player, she says she plays the chain smokers on that. Like oh the chain smokers on vinyl. That's like eating shit out of a Bakra goblet. But it could be worse. She could be playing the Jonas Brothers. on the- Boom. As I said in the top of this episode, Thanksgiving in America is this Thursday. And Thursdays is usually when Allison and I record our second episode. Yes. So because I don't, anybody wants to hear me incoherently mumble out stupid shit while drunk and half comatose although that might be more entertaining than just listening to me incoherently mumble while sober which is what I normally do on this podcast but anyway because of Thanksgiving this is a one episode week for us yes but before we go I want to bring up the pre-stuffed butterball turkey which is Allison's Thanksgiving wet dream hands
1: down Hands down, it's my favorite. Salmonella dream. Yeah.
0: So on our last episode, Allison and I talked about our favorite Thanksgiving dishes. I said cr- canned cranberries. Allison, which said is good. A, a butterball pre-stuffed turkey. So I got texts from friends and notes who were probably yelling at their phone about how a pre-stuffed turkey is dangerous, like death by pre-stuffed turkey, basically. Right. So I know as much about cooking a turkey as I. Do about eating cooch, which is zilch. So apparently you have to when you do the turkey, have you ever made a turkey, not the pre-stuffed one, Allison, but like a turkey turkey?
1: I haven't, but I've watched them be made. So I'm familiar with making a turkey that is not the delicious Butterball pre-stuffed
0: turkey. Yeah, so you cook this stuffing before and then you put in the turkey, or yeah. it could become a salmonella sponge of death. Yes. So absolutely. this so butterball states in all caps on their site. To not thaw out their pre-stuffed turkey. Yes. They should add if you thaw it out, you're on your own, bitch. Yeah, they send you a coupon for, like, the closest mortuary, and they're like, good luck. So you have to take it out of the plastic and then cook it frozen. But I guess, like... (gasps) Okay, so, Michael, what you do with the pre-stuffed turkey is you take
1: it out of the freezer, right away from the freezer, and then you've got, like, a 10-minute window of live or die right Mm -hmm. and so you run it under some warm water to get the plastic yeah and then you pull the pull the skin back on it and then you throw it in your like roasting pan and just toss it right into the oven so you gotta do it quick
0: but you just you have to take that plastic off but it's got to be like hard as a rock like it's like you know if you want it extra deathly keep on that plastic cook it with the plastic so apparently this pre-stuffed turkey Thing has been a controversy for decades. So in really? 1982, a lady wrote into the Chicago Tribune asking if it was safe. So Butterball said this, there's a lot of uh, warning, there's a lot of big words here, so I'm obviously gonna stumble all over them. Okay. Like R, our, our processing okay. procedures and cooking directions were developed to make our pre-stuffed turkey, the Butterball, bacteriologically safe when prepared according to those directions. Butterball pre-stuffed turkeys are handled and processed under temperature conditions which protect against the growth of bacteria. After stuffing, they're then placed into a blast freezer and ultimately stored, shipped, and displayed as a frozen food product. Science. Yeah. So this reminds So the hashtag, you know, the hashtag 25-pound turkey challenge was trending on Twitter. Do you know about this? Oh, God. It sounds like something where somebody fucks a turkey, to be honest. I wish. So millennials... Uh, have allegedly, I mean, I think this is all like a scam, texted their parents asking how long to microwave a 25 pound turkey. Oh, so parents okay, were texting yes. back, like, you know, with a million explanation points saying that's not possible. Yeah. Well, Butterball, here they are again, and this segment is not sponsored by them, unfortunately, says, <laughs> I wish it was. says that it is possible to microwave a 25 pound turkey if you have a big enough microwave and you've got to thaw it first. They're confusing mm-hmm. people. Because now thanks yeah. to Butterball, it's going to really be salmonella season because millennials are going to take the easy route by microwaving a thawed out pre-stuffed turkey. Like, And toilets are going to pay the price for this.
1: Oh my gosh. Another another thing that millennials have killed, toilets. There we go.
0: Yeah. But
1: okay, is Butterball saying though that you can microwave the pre-stuffed turkey or that you can microwave the regular turkey? No,
0: they said the regular turkey. But you know, millennials, you yeah. all get confused. You're going to thaw out the pre-stuffed and then microwave it, and we're all gonna die because of it. Yeah, we can't read. We're too busy like watching Instagram stories to like. But all that, like, all that sounds like so much work, you know, just even the priest of turkey. So just do like I do and eat your turkey in liquid form by downing some wild turkey or get yourself a delicious honey baked. Do you have a honey baked there? No,
1: we don't. I mean, oh I've cooked God. a ham before, and like ham is fine, Michael, but it's not turkey. No, but
0: honey baked. It's already cooked or overcooked mostly, and it comes yeah. like with a delicious layer of diabetes. It's like honey. It's just corn syrup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's honey flavored corn syrup, but it's. I mean, I can be into that. You can be into it. So, yeah. there we go. So that's I wanted to clear your name, Allison, that you're not a yeah. salmonella spreader. That the pre-stuffed turkey is safe as long as it's you cook it frozen.
1: And I'll say this: I've been eating the. I've been eating the pre-stuffed butter balls my whole life. I've been raised on them. This is not going to be a good example,
0: Allison. I know you're going to say. I know.
1: Well, look, I was going to say I'm only like 25% brain dead. So I like those odds, quite frankly. And
0: I've never eaten one and I'm 100% brain dead. So there you go. So with all that, I hope you all have a happy Skinksgiving. And yes, if you don't, you know, die from salmonella from eating a pre stuffed turkey that you microwaved after thawing. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.